This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Start with Chris. Add a dash of sport, squeeze in some music, then shake, don't stir. And you've got the ultimate blend, LTID, with your host, Chris. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good day, good night, goodbye, hello. Welcome along. I don't know what is worse at the moment. Leicester City facing relegation or Croatia getting through to the final of Eurovision. Have you heard that song? Go and watch it. That's all I'll say. <laughs> and if you love music, you, you will hate it. Hello, welcome along. This is, uh, we've not done it for a while, so it's nice to have it back. This is Memory Lane. Hope you are all well. Uh, we are LTID TV, coming live from Leicester Till I Die on Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. And thank you for joining us. Please feel free to join in the comments if you're that old and you can remember when we went down to League One. And if you're listening on the podcast, hopefully this is a podcast I can actually put out because there won't be too much swearing in. But Dave's back, so look, you never know. Uh, but you can find us on your podcast, Lester Till I Die. And if you're extremely rich and got a um, a what's the word I'm looking for? A smart speaker, two words. Then you, a you're very rich, and b just ask it to play the podcast, Lester Till I Die, and you will be able to pick up our dulcet tones. And uh, C96 is in. I'm glad it's that way round, mate. Otherwise, I'd have found uh, reading you out a bit of a mouthful. Yes. I start early. <laughs> there's, there's only one way to go, really, isn't there? And that is down. Maybe we could live without the wisecracks. Yes, I think it might be a good idea. Um, so, look, let's have a look at what we're looking at. Um for those of you that think, oh, this is bad times at Leicester, they have been worse. As, as C96 said there, we remember it through, we, 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 it's like that. It's watching it like that. Um, 
I didn't sleep for a week going down to League One. We hadn't before. Um, is Gurinder and Brian coming on? If you, well, I'll tell you what. Look, seeing as you've seen as you've brought it up early, Terry, a bit like your lunch. Let's have a look at this. Okay, you can find this on the Leicester Till I Die. Uh, Leicester Till I Die YouTube site, LTID TV. We are Leicester. We are elite. Uh, Brian doesn't really get a look in, but I've cut it down from two hours to about 15 minutes. So you should be uh, reasonably happy with me. Uh, all I will say is... Elite. We are elite. Uh, whether that will be allowed to stay in or I might have to cut that out, I don't know. I'm going to see if I can get away with it. Gurinder, we love you. And do go and check that out. Basically, for about 10 minutes, me and Brad just, just could not present the show. We were so... I, I was. I had to get a tissue, and not for the obvious reasons either, um, before you say anything. But look, also this. Still annoyed about the uh, Fulham result, I was. Let me just show you a quick clip of this. It's pissing down here, which is quite apt, really, because I'm totally and utterly fucking pissed off. What was that shower that I have just seen rain on our parade? How many rain jokes can I get in? What a load of absolute gobshite. Look, want to see more of that? <sighs> then join us on, uh, well, go over again to LTID TV um, and check it out. All these shows are under The Pick, which is like the latest shows that are up. So you can listen to um, We Are Lester, We Are Lorate, Gurinder's Rant. Uh, I'm sure she was pissed. And also my Not Fit to Wear the Shirt. Uh, life is a pitch show. But this week, tonight, we are not going to be worrying about that. We've got more serious things to do. And another gentleman that does remember those times, when he'll, he'll try and say he's too young, but we know he's not really. <laughs> and that is, we'll bring him in here, Dave. How the devil are you? Welcome back from Aussie. Thank you very much. What are you doing to me? Well, well, back to you now. All these terrible memories. I know. I was checking. The last one we did was actually the uh, the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, you're always such a happy chap, and you you, <laughs> you 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 project that persona of being happy across. I think you're the man for me. The more um, I think about it, the more I get depressed. I've forgotten about <laughs> this year. <laughs> well, there's a lot of similarities, and we will come on to that. But 2000, I mean, I thought it was longer ago than that, but it literally, mm. I mean, it's what, 13, 20, 13, 17, 15. 18 years ago, 15 is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maths wasn't my strong point. Um, I just thought it was a hell of a lot, lot let's say, longer ago than that, if that makes sense. It um, does. But let's have a look. What, what, what was happening in 2007, 2008? Well, Rihanna and Jay-Z sang about their umbrella. And as you can see, it's twice there because it was an umbrella umbrella. Leon Jackson won the X Factor. Whatever happened to him, eh? Manchester, <laughs> Manchester United won their 10th Premier League. Cardiff won nil in the FA Cup. Harry. Madeline, yeah, Harry. Big Harry. Madeline McCann disappeared from on a family's oh, holiday. I know. Gordon Brown becomes Britain's new Prime Minister. The North, 
Northern Rock crashes and we have the 2008 financial crisis. Russia goes to war with Georgia. Some things don't change. But do you know what the 2007 best-selling toy was? No. You would think maybe um, Rubik's Cube? I thought that was before then. Quite possibly, you know, the old Thunderbirds, um, Tracy nah. Island. Um, That'd be 30 years before that, mate. <laughs> it really uh, was. My, my, my children had grown up by then, so I can't really remember buying any those sort of toys. Any? Oh, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Oh, <laughs> sake. Fuck you there. I could not believe it. <laughs> I do not believe it. Oh, my life. <laughs> 2007, best in the <laughs> in the night gardens, Eagle Piggle. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That you... I have got off the Daily Mirror website. So I, I haven't made it up at all. It's true. Tell welcome you what, back, Dave. Welcome he's, back. He's <laughs> got good, good staying power, isn't he? Maybe <laughs> he 15 years later, still <laughs> going strong. Oh, oh God. Boy. So you reckon that you got it for your grandchildren? No, no. You bought it yourself 15 years ago and you. <laughs> it's your comfort blanket, isn't it? It certainly is. It is today and yesterday and Monday. Oh, that's going to get clipped, I'll tell you. <laughs> that is, that's it. I, when I saw that, I thought, that's in. That oh, is in the show. God, it gets worse, uh, doesn't it? Eh? Yeah, it does. It does. Um, C96 says, but in the great scheme of things, this could be the worst as we're in financial turmoil then. Uh, this time we have a team full of internationals and a talented squad, most of which might leave. Um, and all that hard work over the past 10 years will be down the drain. Well, this is Leicester, isn't it? I this think that's Leicester. I was watching the first half of the Milan semi final. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Inter. Um, and uh, nearly gone three nil up then. Is it three there? Is it? Yeah. No, it's still two, oh, but they nearly they, went. Oh, no, that was AC Milan nearly got one back. Sorry, they should have had a penalty, into, yeah, I think. But you know, I, I think back to some of the teams. I mean, we were in that second division with Chelsea, you know, we mm. we came up, um, they didn't. We won at Fulham to get promoted when Fulham were managed by McDonald and were on the way up. Yeah, Chelsea sustained it. We didn't. We had no idea how to sustain a successful club. Um, we still haven't. And I think that's our biggest problem. And we're going to have to accept it, that we're going to go back to up and down. Um, well, I've got to be honest with you. I, I, I take on board exactly what you were saying there. And that graphic image I put up there, um, I'm sure you can name the gentleman in the middle. Yeah, he saved us. <laughs> I, I I mean I've got I mean, this allegedly. Shirt there. The white shirt up there behind me is actually Milan Mandrit's signature. Okay. He saved the club. He saved the club. Well, and then of course he did actually manage to sell us to Can King Power. So yeah. you know, I I I respect and I've got a lot of love and time for the guy because we wouldn't we wouldn't have had a club without him. Um he I'm wanted sure to he, run it. He wanted to run the club. And you know, he's chairman, not manager. That was the problem. Yes, yes, as we will see when we <laughs> in in a bit. It's, it's it's surprising when you look back. Um, I'm sure you can name those three guys um, on the right of him. Yeah, Bodgers, 
Um, the ginger winger. Who's, who's the guy on the left? Can't see that very well. Top left. Is that... Um, I don't know who that is. Who's that? That's Ian Holloway. He looks a bit fatter than usual. Yeah, OK, well, none of my friends, really. That's, that's Well, that's three managers in one season, and we laughed at bloody Watford. Well, actually, um, I think we had about five or six, if we're honest. Well, we had a couple of um, interim... Caretaker jobs, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, on the left, can you name any of those players? And If you can, um, I'll come down there and give you a blowjob myself, because I don't oh, think you can. Anyway. <laughs> Let's look forward to. Um... <laughs> Uh, is it your birthday no but you just missed that damn gotta wait another year for that uh you lucky bugger. actually the one on the left looks like alan Woolett. i know it's not but it looks no, like him no. um goalkeeper about that time would well we had henderson to start with didn't we yeah and, and yep. then um oh jesus um no it wasn't Aust him no american guy was it australian or no no scottish Rob Douglas. Oh, is that him? I'd forgotten about him. And I really, really wish you'd been able to name the two players, because I can't. All I will say is they were the two uh, Hungarians that we signed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Slavi yeah. Bobtov, yeah. Oh, Bobby Nordov, yes. As we all know, that well-known Hungarian yeah. snooker player in <laughs> Off the Red. In Off the Red. <laughs> I think they were on loan anyway, weren't they? Um, we let one go during the season and then, uh, oh my God, they've just missed a sitter. Um, yeah. We did let them go during the season. But look, it wasn't just about this season. And I've got to be honest with you, and I don't think this, what we're going through at the moment, is just about this season either. Um, because the build-up to 2007-8, it was almost like it was, it was waiting to happen. And I felt with yeah. this year, I, I did a... A show the other day, uh, uh, and I said, "Is this problem twelve months in the making?" And I think it almost is. And yeah, I'm criti I will criticise Top because it's happened on his watch, and I think he's got a bit lot to answer for with how he's handled it. Yes, yeah. he's got a, a big company to try and sort out that was absolutely flattened by the pandemic. I accept that, but you've also got to think he's got people in charge who should be doing this job for him. And he should be on top of them, and I don't think he was. Who particularly wants to be on top of Super Susan Whelan? You know, is down to the individual. Um, but we we try to live the dream. You know, we look back and that one season we didn't sell a huge because we always made one huge sale, didn't we? And we didn't, and we tried to stay and sustain that top five. And I think I just think we we kind of we've struggled. We, we've struggled with that. Yeah, there's know. lots of reasons. I mean, that season we had, you know, our back seven out injured for a lot of the time. And mm. to, to actually come through that was incredible. That's what makes me even more angry this year. The fact that that season when we had every excuse to go down because we were missing 10 players at a time, we didn't. We fought and we stayed up. Everyone battled. This mm. year, I've not seen any of that at all. I mean, yeah. I... You might not remember, I don't even know whether I was coming on in those days, but the the first game of the season, Brentford at home, I saw the writing on the wall then. We we surrendered a two-goal lead because it was too hot. Yeah. Their yeah. manager made five 
four or five substitutions which turned the game and we didn't make any, I don't think, until about the 80th minute or something I think like we, that. And then we only made two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it was and it, coming and it had carried on from the, the previous season. But Yeah. But you're but, right about two, seven, eight. That was the same. I think for three or four years before we got relegated, we'd finished 16th, 17th, well, something like that. There we go. We were, oh, okay. we were in the Premiership in 2003-04 yeah. and we got relegated. Adams left um, of his own free will, it has to be said. Um, uh, oh, God. Came out, Dave Bassett and, and, uh, and Wilkinson. Wilkinson. I can't remember his first name. How, Howard. Howard Wilkinson. I wanted to call him mm. Harry then. I was all right. Bassett Actually, I met him. He's a good guy. He's all right. Yeah, I've, no, I've never met him, so but mm. I, I can't judge. But... Um, as a manager, not my 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 first choice. I'm going to be no, honest no, no. with you. Uh, so we went down from 18th in the season when we got relegated. The next season we finished 15th. Uh, we had Bassett and Wilkinson starting in the season off, and Liv- Liv- Craig Levine came in from Hearts, and we finished 15th. Uh, the next season we finished 18th, and no, we didn't get relegated because this was the um, the second tier, the championship, so there was more than 20 teams in there. Uh, Levine was sacked and Rob Kelly, his assistant, or, or one of the his assistants, was promoted. Kept us up, not unlike a certain Mr Shakespeare. Uh, we finished 18th and then the season after we finished 19th. Rob Kelly against still in charge and, charge and he went on to be, I think, most recently, uh, it was working at Preston as a coach. Mm. Um and then isn't Frank Worthington that took over, but Nigel Worthington. And I think the biggest mistake that Mandrich ever made was not keeping Nigel Worthington on. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he kept us up quite well and um, a decent manager. And for some reason, he wasn't even considered. No, no. I don't know why. And if you look there, starting the Championship 2007, we had uh, the aforementioned Martin Allen, who didn't last very long, and I'm sure we'll, we'll cover that. Uh, he was taken over, believe it or not, by John Rudkin. Um, is it Craig Beaghole and obviously Mike Stowell, who are Beagle, still all at yeah. the club. Still yeah. all at the club. Then we went and got Megson, who I thought people didn't like him because he was ex-Forest. Um, but I thought in the short time he was with us, he actually tightened us up at the back. Um, he was really excited by the job as well, he said at the time. Yeah, he did. We were in the Premier League, and you got to say Mandrich maybe slipped up there in not making him sign the contract. But hey ho, there we go. Mm. He was then replaced on a tactic on a temporary basis by Burroughs and our one and only Jerry Taggart. And we were then replaced, they were then replaced uh, by Ian Holloway, who, in mm. fairness, now I'm going to say Ian Holloway. This was the season one of my sons was mascot at Burnley. And I went to pick him up in the in the team. And we'd drawn 1-1 with Burnley and they'd scored both goals. And he, he sort of said something to me as I picked my son up. He said, like, oh, that was a better second half, wasn't it? And under my breath, I said, well, it could have been much worse than the first half. I mean, as, as, a, as, a, as an outsider looking in, I loved the guy. I mean, you know, some of the comments he used to come out with. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was a good manager. It proved because the next year he went to Blackpool and got them promoted. And that's no easy job, is it? Um, no. Get Blackpool into the Premier League. So he was a good manager. But I just think at that time, 
I think if Pep Guardiola had come in, we would have still got relegated. We were in such a mess, weren't we? Well, surprisingly, and I hate to um, compare this, but that was the last year me and Vicky had season tickets, and we right. got them back. We got them back this year, and we're going down again. Hey, you. Uh, I'll Everybody, if you are watching, I'm going to clip this as well there because you've just admitted it. If I'll take the blame. The reason we are going down is because Dave's got season tickets. It's <laughs> taken me that long to get them back again, I tell you. Yeah. Since we got when we got famous, everybody wanted to go. Well, of I course, tickets. My, my, of course, similar to my stories, which was I had a season ticket up until the Great Escape year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and couldn't be, couldn't be bothered to watch, to travel eight hours there and back for or seven and a half hours there and back to watch us lose. Got rid of it, and of course we went on. But I do take the credit for that, that we would not yeah, well, have won had I kept my season ticket. Fair point. Fair point. But it, uh, it was. But I tell you, looking at that chart, um, when uh, Jerry Taggart took over for a game or two games. I went to Stamford Bridge to the League Cup game. And oh. I think, pretty sure we lost 4-3. Yes. And, and don't forget, Chelsea that year, I think we got in the Champions League final. Um, and we were brilliant and the crowd were brilliant. You know, it was, it was just almost, you thought, this is it. This is going to happen. Jerry's in charge. Mm. And then, who the hell was it? A terrible injury. Levi Porter? Remember that young lad who'd been... Yes. Getting mad at the match re reports yeah. and stuff for us. He was the next um, best thing, big thing, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, and he got, we thought it was cruciate or something like that. I don't know whether it was, but uh, he never really played again at a decent level. Uh, no. And that was a terrible loss for him, but um, as well as us, but mainly for him, because he, he was doing brilliant for us. Yeah, yeah but, it was McCauley, Campbell and Court that scored that day. <laughs> Court, eh? Yes, well, 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 you you think that's <laughs> you wait till you see the team, you wait for no. the squad, I should say. You wait till you see those. I, I have to be honest now because I am wearing that season shirt. Um, and I'll tell you what, the big surprise of the evening is that it actually fits me still. <laughs> I'm quite pleased about that. Um, excuse me, it's a bit, it's a bit snug. It is snug. It is snug. Yep. Not as snug as the grey one I was wearing yesterday. Which, <laughs> so I bought a green and a grey one uh, because they're in the sale at the club. And the green one fits beautifully. And the grey one, same size. Absolutely. Um, I should have put a bra on. Let me put it that way. Actually, look, to be fair, they say if you've got it, flaunt it. So This is, this is true. This is true. If you've got man boobs, don't be afraid of them. Get um, them out there. Exactly, exactly. Get your man boobs out for the girls. Maybe not, maybe not. T96 uh, says, I was working in London, great game, uh, gave Chelsea a scare. We did, we really so, did, yeah. So that season, like I said, this is the home shirt. My dream is to get an away shirt from this season because it is probably my second, well, it is my second all-time favourite away shirt by this club. And they are available, but just not in my, well, I don't know, like 1X, 2X. I call it fat bastard size. So I haven't got, they haven't got it in. But this, these were the kits. Oh. And we had just finished our deal with uh, JJB. That came to an end in May 97. And Tops Tiles, as you can see there. Yeah. Tops Tiles became our sponsor. And the kit was made by Jacko. That's it. Now, or yeah. Jake, I've no idea who they are, but 
Uh, and it would be an all-blue kit. The last time Leicester City wore an all-blue kit was during the promotion season of 2002-03. Um, so, but I, I love that love that away shirt. I love that I didn't have shirt. a Topps Tiles shirt. I had, a, I had the old Alliance and Leicester one I used to wear the season before. Oh, yes, yes. And I think it was that one I was saying to you, texting that the uh, letter started peeling off as we yes got, as we got to done at stoke well didn't yeah. get done but i yeah. did i did wonder to be honest with you i did like to say that i didn't know what the hell you were talking about but you did correct <laughs> you did correct yourself before how many uh, people do <laughs> yeah, very very true no it's not uh, anyway this was how the table finished um i think what's the um, most annoying about that is that Coventry stayed up. Yeah. Again. And can you? Can you? No, that no. Actually, sorry, CJ. Um, he says he still has the shirt. That that one wasn't reversible because I've just got the reversible one, which I was wearing because we hadn't lost under Dave Smith with it. But um, Dave Smith, uh, the new Dean Smith. Um, but we now have obviously. Yes. But do you realise? Do you realise, Dave, that? Worst case scenario is that we get relegated, Forest stay up, and Coventry win the playoffs. I mean, talk about a double whammy. I can't even begin to think that. Really can't. <laughs> can't. All I know is, looking at that table, I think we only took three points. I think we beat Coventry at home, but we lost away and we lost... Southampton did the double over us. I'm mm. Sure, they did, and we only got something like two or three points from uh, twelve out of the bottom two. Well, I mean, I Colchester there at the bottom—they had a horrendous Yeah, well, they we we might have beaten them once. I don't know, but we certainly that was all uh. dreadful. I'm <laughs> just giving LCFC another nightmare. <laughs> You're welcome. That's what we're here for. Um, I mean, it was tight. I mean, as you can see there, Leicester City 52, Coventry 53, uh, Southampton 54. Our goal difference was, look at that, only minus three. But We had a good, we had a good defence, I remember. Mm. That, but we, couldn't, we couldn't score goals. Couldn't score goals at the other Did end, no. Say that up there. Yeah, was that 42? 42 scored. Yeah, and only 45. Yeah, it was... Yeah. I mean, we had the lowest... I mean, Colchester United, who finished bottom with just 38 points, scored 62 goals. <laughs> <laughs> but they conceded 86, which is why they were where they were. But, I mean, it it literally went... It was happening all season. Like you say, it was such an awful season. You saw all the different managers that we had. Um, it came down to that final day that... We needed to beat Stoke and Southampton needed to lose. And I think Southampton, whatever we wanted Southampton to do, they did. But we could only draw with Stoke, if I remember. Yeah, dreadful. But it it happened, Sheffield Wednesday at home. That's when it went wrong. And also the fact that he never played Matty Fry at much for the latter no. half of the season. But no. it happened at Sheffield Wednesday. Um, I think they went one up. We equalised. They went 2-1 up. We missed a penalty. Ian Hume missed. I remember him doing it at the cop end. He just put it so far. I think it was so far over the bar. Um, and then they went up the other end and scored 
3-1 and and it, it was horrendous. And we knew then, like now, you know, we knew with those couple of games to go or whatever, or even Stoke to you know, we were down because that Sheffield Wednesday at home, we should have beaten. Mm. They were below us at the time, I think, when we played them. Um, well, oh, I, 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 I can't remember. But that said, I think had we stayed up that season... I think we, I don't think things would have worked out the way they did. No, no. At least we got Nigel Pearson out of it. Well, that was the funny thing because Nigel Pearson, whilst Ian Holloway took us down, Nigel Pearson kept Southampton up. He did, yeah. Was sacked by um, Southampton. Yeah. We brought South brought him in, and we had. Well, let's be honest with you. you know, we had a great season in League One, and that's not always guaranteed because you look at Leeds and you look at Forest. And you look at Man City, they didn't, you know, it wasn't easy for any of them to get out. And we did yeah. it at the first attempt as champions. With 100 points, maybe? Mm. It, it, it was like, it was like why, why did Southampton sack this guy? You know what I mean? <laughs> but had we stayed up, we would have probably kept Ian Holloway. And no disrespect to him, maybe he would have had a clear out. I, I don't know. But it was... <sighs> I think, in a way, funnily enough, it was the best thing that that could have happened. In a bizarre way, yeah. There's a couple. Another thing happened in the Sheffield Wednesday game. Um, remember Patrick Kisnorbo, brilliant defender. Yes, yeah. He, I think he did a cruciate in that game, and that that just added to our misery as it was going on. And I think Pearson got rid of him the following year because his contract was up, and they didn't renew it. Which I don't think he ever played again at that level. After his injury, no. so things were things were going wrong for us like that all the time. Yeah. Um, oh, it was it was literally a horrendous horrendous season. Plus you know, the fact we had old strikers that shouldn't have been even playing. Well, yeah, similar to Everton. Yeah. 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 Well, let's have a look. Let's have a look who left um, at the during the season. Um, talking of strikers, but talking the goalkeepers as well. Do you remember, we did not have, after Jimmy Nelson le or Nielsen left, he went back to Denmark, to Riga, um, we didn't have a number one. Our goalkeeper was number 42 in Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, sorry, just silly that, things that sort of make me impressed. That, looking at about the, where he should have been. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, Court was released. Um, Hassan... KEB, that was one of the guys from earlier, wasn't it? He was he was released. Mark De Vries went back to Dundee, thank God. Yeah. Uh, Martin Fulop went back to Sunderland. Now that was a shame, I think, yes. because Martin yeah. Fulop was, and he obviously had um, that was it really bad injury or illness, didn't he? Yeah, and, he um, started the season for us, I think, because Henderson was it as well. Was yeah. played all yeah. the last season. I think Henderson played. Who did we lose to in the first game? Somebody rubbish. Um, I can tell you. In the first one, game... Was it 1-0 at home? In the first game, we lost two. He says, let me just uh, scroll sure up. One sure, it was 1-0. We lost 1-0 um, to Blackpool. Blackpool, that's right. Yeah, and Henderson played in that, I think, and weren't great. Um and then, yeah, you're right. Fulop came in, had a decent half season, I believe, and then yeah, it all went, you know, all went I wrong. Think, for I him. think 
I think because Sunderland, I don't know if it was before or after, did us with um, oh, what was the guy called? Missed the playoff penalty. I think it was after this. Um, when when um, the Frenchman missed the penalty in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, that was up. after this. Yeah, that was. Yeah, we were in the championship, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I just. Cold quarter. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, let's have, let's let's go back and have a look at these. It must um, have been well past it. Oh well, I think we were almost the retirement club, weren't we? You know, um, Louis Dog. We let, oh, we yeah. let go. Yeah. Uh, Clive Clark. Yeah, well, uh, that was Sunderland. Uh, we let Alan Maybury go. Um, oh, Darren Kenton. Oh, blimey. Uh, Eric Ardihambo. Uh, Marco Fiera and John Collins. Now they were they were just the players that we let go. So <laughs> the next slide, and can I just say that you can congratulate me now on managing to get all these names onto one slide. So you may need to get your binoculars out. I'll have to be a bit closer. We joke about oh no, don't do that. We joke about Forest this season with a, a huge squad. Apparently, training this season, it was like watching Rourke's Drift and all the Zulus coming over the over the hill. This, this, ladies and gentlemen, forty-five of them. This was our squad. Wow! And just to make it easier, I've put the goalkeepers in green. I've put the defenders in. Um, so the goalkeepers are in red. Sorry, the strikers are in green. Defenders in purple, and midfielders in orange. 45 bloody players we've got there. Can you believe it? Didn't I mean, we have a few, nick a few from Fulham as well? Strikers. Elvis Hammond, is he in there? Well, let's yeah, let's go through let's go through them. We'll start with the goalkeepers. So we had let Nielsen go. Yeah. Um we then had, and it's very difficult. I didn't realise how close the orange and the red were. We had Ben Olmwick, who was number 21. I can't even remember him. I remember um, him. He was on loan from Tottenham Hotspur. Ah, okay. Um, we had the aforementioned, you quite rightly remembered, uh, Paul Henderson. Paul Henderson. Yeah, from he was Australian. Um, right. And then we had the absolutely overage and overweight Rab Douglas, mm. who, if you ever want to know about Scottish and why people always joke about Scottish goalkeepers, go and watch Rab Douglas. <laughs> He wasn't one of our best goalkeepers, was he? No. We had a, a Jock Wallace Scottish uh, invasion, but with poor players. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, now, defenders. Um, James Chambers. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Casnorbo, you mentioned him, yeah, the right. Australian. Bruno Ingotti. Yeah. Uh, Gareth McCauley. McCauley. Yeah, yeah, he was a good player, wasn't he? He was, he was yeah. indeed. Uh, C96, similar <laughs> to this season, no number one. Yeah, but mm. we have got a number one in the squad this season. I know what you're saying, C96. I, I get it, but um, we we do have uh, we do have a one I'm... in the squad. We didn't have one in the squad then. Um, do you remember Jamie Clapham? I don't remember him. Yeah, yeah. Um, did he play for something like Southampton or West Ham or uh, Norwich? So I don't know. I remember him. Yeah, he probably right. played about 
dozen 15 games for us. Yeah, I'm just having a look here. Um, sure, it was, it was Matt Oakley as well, wasn't it? Uh, who did I just say? Jamie Clapham. Jamie Clapham, where's he gone? Right. He's there, he was English. Um, oh, he's, anyway, he's currently the head coach of Loughborough Students, apparently, but I don't know yeah. where okay. he went on to. Um, uh, Johnny Hayes, now a couple of good ones for me here Alan Sheehan and Richard Stearman. Yeah, I, I thought they were two good defenders. Didn't Sheehan blot his copybook or something with us? Or was that Joe Mattock? I think that was Joe Mattock. Yeah. You know. Um, Richard Stearman yeah. was a good... Um, he was born in Wolverhampton, that's why he went back there. Was he? Uh, but he was a decent defender, yeah. Harry Worley, do you remember him? We had him on loan, <laughs> I think. It was Chelsea's... Chelsea, yes. Uh, yes. What was he? Chelsea's youth team captain. And he came for experience. I think he played. I can't remember seeing him play. He played uh, a couple of times, but really? yeah, nothing. Um, we seem to nothing. take these players on loan and don't do anything with them. Well, that year, like I say, we, we, if you look at how many we've, we've got in there, um, but uh, Harry Worley, yeah, he was on loan from Chelsea. Um, then if we have a look on the other, I mean, so many players, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, you can, only get, you can only get 11 on the pitch and we had 45. Joe Matter, the aforementioned um, naughty boy. Mm. Um, 45. Yeah. Roe Turner. Don't remember him. No. Um, and Lee Cox. I've, I've no idea who he was. But then moving up to midfield, <laughs> is where it actually gets a little bit worse. Stephen Clements, who was captain. Yeah. Yeah, decent um, player. Radostin Kieshev. The Bulgarian. Now, he actually, if I remember, wasn't too bad. I must have known because I've had bloody tickets, but yeah, he didn't stand but out. The, the problem is, however good, if you did have a sort of find a diamond in the rough, there was so much rough like this season. Yeah. Diamonds don't shine through. Uh, Jamie Clapham. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he was a defender. Sorry. Um, David Bell was on loan from Luton Down, and now another player that I thought was very underrated, James Wesolowski. Yeah, definitely. Um, he took over from Good Johnson, possibly, about, yes, about two seasons before, I think. And he came, he didn't get regular games, he got a lot of injuries, if I remember yes. rightly. He's always injured. Uh, so he struggled with that, but when he played, he was he was a good midfielder, powerful, yeah. yeah. But say he didn't play enough for us. I, I'd, mm. I'd be surprised if he played thirty, forty games. I know, but I always I always thought when he played, I was actually I I I liked the guy. I thought he did all yeah. right. Maybe I'm just watching the wrong YouTube highlights. No, no, <laughs> no. He, he did all right. He did yeah. all right. Sergio Hellings. No, no. I'm sure some of these never even saw any pitch time, you know. No. Um, uh, Joe, I'm going to Levi Porter, now you mentioned him before, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, that was so sad. He was, yeah. but he was like the next big thing, wasn't he? Yeah, he was good he, he was like Julian Jochen before Julian Jochen. Yeah. I think he was yeah. only about five foot four or five foot five, but he certainly snapped at the heels and did yeah. jobs, yeah. 
Yeah, he was. He was. He was, yeah, he was great sadness. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Um. Uh. Matt, Matt Oakley. Yep. Uh, who again? He was all right. He was steady, steady Eddie, I guess. Now here we go. Here we go. Zelot Lakzo. Our first Hungarian. You enjoy. I, I, I mean, I should have missed these out, shouldn't I? Shouldn't have even. Shouldn't have even had these on the list. You think this is bad? You should see me trying to pronounce some of the uh, Eurovision songs. Imagine like some sort of laxative, didn't it? Really. <laughs> I mean, you take yours, Jessalts. Yes, I think laxatives ran quicker than he did. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, there was his, his fellow Hungarian, we mentioned him before, Gabor Bori. I'm, I'm sure he had Gabor on his shirt. I'd remember, I might remember something about that, but no, nothing spectacular. I mean, you know, they, again, both on loan, weren't they, you said? Yeah, yeah. So, as was, as indeed was it, Lee Hendry. Oh, God, yeah. Good old Lee. Yeah. Lee. And again, not a bad little player, Lee Hendry. And obviously, he didn't, he didn't he do bad. He didn't play many games for us, I don't think. But he didn't, he didn't do too bad. He didn't do too bad. Uh, Kevin Esu from loan from Manchester City. I mean, why do we have all these loan players in? Well, you probably ain't got, got any money. But no. yeah, if you're going to have them, you might as well play them, might you? Yeah, and then of course the legend that is the one, the only Andy King. Yeah. Often for me. Underrated and berated, and he doesn't deserve it. Oh, I think it's brilliant. I always did. Mm. Um, it was it was almost like a Trevor. Well, actually, call him Frank Lampard, now, wouldn't you? Ghosting yes. in, you know, putting the ball in. Yeah. No, brilliant play. I was that his first season, or I reckon that might have been his first season um, because I don't great. think he was a regular. Um, I don't know, but it, it was early days for him. But no, that's fantastic. He never really became a number one choice, did he? But he was... No, but he never oh, let you down. No, I mean, he started the great escape in fourteen fifteen, didn't he? Uh, yeah. With his goal. Um, but, yes. Well, I'm well, waiting for you to come on to the forwards, because they are spectacularly bad. Well, and old. as you mentioned that, Let's go back and let's start with probably the best of them and lovely, lovely man. I've had him on the show. He's done a one-to-one. So if you want to listen to Ian Hume, uh, he's a bit of a stallion. And if you want to know why, well, that, whether that comes from his wife or wherever, but he is a bit of a stallion. And you can find out, go on to LTID TV on the uh, YouTube site. And just click down to the, um, I think it's section two with the interviews, the conversation, and you will find out. Um, but we all remember Hugh. Yeah, that's what that's what pissed me off, to be honest, with that season. The two strikers, Hume and Matty Fryer, worked so well together. Um, and I know Matty Fryer yeah. got his injuries as well, but he was they were never given a chance late on in the season. No. When no. we couldn't score goals. Ian Hume, I think under Holloway, was played on the wing, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. And but nobody in the middle that I could think of. No, no. Um, no. That's Yeah. Um well you can't we've mentioned Matty Fryer there, who would go on to be 
um, are here. I mean, a lot of these, a lot of the decent players here, we eventually sold because we were in such sort of financial straits. Yeah. But yeah. DJ Campbell. Oh no, oh no. We got him from Birmingham, I think, and we thought, yeah, this is good, but he probably already get three or four goals for us, maybe. Is he it. the one that scored? Um, am I getting this mixed up? He scored a hat trick against Forest, and he lived off that for about twenty-five years. Um, it sounds about right, doesn't it, for Birmingham? Not no, for, for Leicester. For Leicester, there was him or a very similar player. I don't know. Somebody will correct us in in the chat. Well, that Kevin Campbell we got from Arsenal. Yes. Yeah. Elvis Hammond. Yeah, Fulham reject. In fact, we had two or three Fulham strikers in the team. They couldn't what? score at Fulham, so they thought he'd come to us. Well, I'll tell you what, who we did get rid of, Mark De Vries. Now, he wasn't in this. No. I mean, he'd gone before this season, but my God, how... I mean, all right, he scored that goal against um, Tottenham in the FA Cup. Elite FA Cup, wasn't it? Yeah, and I mean, that was a great game. 2 0 down, came back 1 3 2. How the hell he's called that? God knows. I think he mishit it. These but players was... have their one offs, though. And if they ain't good enough, they'll have a one off, and that'll be it. Yeah, I think, I think with, with, with certainly with De Vries, of course, he'd been at hearts with Levine, and that's possibly why. But yes, Elvis Hammond, he left the building, but not soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Who else that... did we get from Fulham? Barry um... Hales. Barry Hales, we got him from Fulham, I think, via somebody else. And um, Stapleton. Horsefield, Jeff Horsefield, oh, is yes. he on yeah. your list? Not in this season, but we did no. get Horsefield. I had to get um, him for years, and when we did, he was crap. Yeah. Um, I don't think Barry Hales was much good for us at the time. No, no I think he'd gone over the top by then. I think this is the problem. I mean, I used to call us in those sort of seasons before and this, until Pearson, because Pearson came in and just had a clear out. But I used to call us the Darby and Jones Football Club because you know, if there was somebody that had passed the best, yeah. we would get, we would go and sign them. Um, well, they wouldn't sign for us if they're any good. That was no, the point. I don't remember Ricky Stapleton, Sappleton. I mean, sorry. Yeah, I do uh, know the name. I don't Steve, think he played. Many. Steve Howard, what a what a player he was. Good, he was good. Steve Howard. I think he came in late on in the season, maybe. I don't mm. think he was there all season. Can't no, remember no. him. If he was, he wasn't getting a game. Um, maybe he played instead of Matty Fryer towards the end. I remember the next season. Let's just have a look. Transfers in. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. He's not on. The... Yeah, he came in uh, from Derby County in January. That. January window, right. yes. Uh, but I mean, of course, then, you know, the following season he scored that great goal against Leeds, and he, he always said he ran the length of the field to get on the end of the cross, and how he, he everybody, yeah, he said, <laughs> he said how I had the strength to jump and get me out. I don't know. My, my future Australian son-in-law was over for that Easter with his mate from Australia. They were doing right. the devices to Westminster canoe race. Incredible. Okay, but. So I said, I'm going to take you to a proper football match. So we all went up to Leicester and sat behind the goal, just just behind the goal in the coppin. Yeah. And uh, and it was just incredible, absolutely incredible. 
And when we came out, they they must have got the Leicester spirit because they started to um, see off the Leeds United fans. So I said, no, don't do that. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, just be quiet yeah. now. Be quiet. Yeah, just give it 10 till they've gone. Yeah, <laughs> then, we'll, then we'll celebrate. Um, I do not remember, though, I'm going to have to be honest with you, I do not remember um, Ashley Chambers. Yes, yeah, he was, um, I think he was a local lad. Um if I remember rightly, or did we get him from Manchester? No. Um, I'm not. Let's have a look. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, I think he was sort of on the fringe quite a bit. Oh, still playing for Colville Town? Yeah, excellent. They uh, um, they should have got promoted from the uh, Southern League Midland Division this year. Oh. I don't think they, they got knocked out in the playoff semi-final, I think. Well, this season, the player of the season and the player's player of the season was Richard Stearman. Yeah. Um, and the goal of the season was Ian Hume versus Watford in Watford. That was, yeah, that was Martin Allen's last game. Well, no, it wasn't. The Forest one was in the cup, but that was abandoned. But Martin yes. Allen came out after that game and did the applause around the ground. So we thought, that's weird. It's only August. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but here's the season. Here's the season. Let's have a, a, a quick look at it month by month. Um, started in August, as you quite rightly said earlier, uh, we started off with a lost um, at home to Blackpool. Mm. Um, we then uh, drew with Crystal Palace before beating Watford uh, with obviously 4-1, as it says there, with Ian Hume getting the, the goal of the season. De Vries actually scored then. Oh, my God. Um, Alan well. Sheehan and Campbell. DJ, wasn't he? Sorry? DJ Campbell. DJ Campbell, yes. Yeah. Um, and then that was August. So going into September... We Can I just two... to say that, Chris? Yeah. When Martin Allen resigned, everyone thought, this is ridiculous because he painted all the training ground flowers blue and everything else and seemed I don't to think, be... I think he planted them blue. I don't think he painted yeah, okay. them. <laughs> Whatever, it's a bit bizarre. But um, And then you, you realise, I didn't know anything about the Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank thing at the time. Ooh. And then it was um, another issue that um, he was told to bid for Celtic striker who hadn't played many games. And he... Derek Rainsford, does that ring a bell? I think played for Celtic, but he he, he refused to bid for him. So he said, yeah. "No, I'm not. I don't want him playing for me." 
And Mandarich seemed to be running the club as far as the football side was concerned. And you have to ask why. The rumours were, obviously, you're quite right about the blue and white flowers, which seemed that I... I get why he was doing it, because he was colours, but it was not the top of the priorities. Um, But yes, he walked in to the stadium one day and Jimmy Floyd has to bounce with sat in reception. He says, oh, hello, what are you doing here? He said, oh, I've come to sign for the club. (laughs) The thing I say, I always say this, my Martin Allen story is... you, you. I, I've, you know, people get this persona of managers and what they're like, etc. And that that game there, when Mandrick signed my shirt, we was it was an away League Cup game against um, Accrington Stanley. Yay, one 0 Yeah, so Accrington, <laughs> yeah, I lived in Burnley at the time, so obviously it was literally 10 minutes down the road. So we got tickets and we had to pick them up off the coach. And that's when we saw him and he signed it. And I've got to say, Milan Mandrich, lovely guy, had time for everybody, like top. And uh, um, and we stood there because it was all open air. And we looked at the team that he'd picked when it was announced. And it was a weird choice. And... He was stood. He wasn't taking practice. He used to stand away from it and watch his coaches do it and assess, you know, how how, I suppose how good everybody was. And my son at the time, or well, son at the time, he's still my son. Good to know. My son, who was younger at the time, uh, obviously said, um, "Dad, why are they playing this? You know, this particular formation?" And I went, "I have no idea." And I looked up and I could see him just stood outside the, the clubhouse or whatever, watching them practice. Look, Martin Allen's there, go and ask him. He said, I can't do that. I said, yeah, you can. What's the worst? I said, all he can do is tell you to get lost. Do you know what I mean? And he went, yeah, yeah go on, go on. <laughs> I was chuckling to myself because I thought he's going to get a flea in his ear now and get sent away. And he, he went over and um, Martin Allen spent the next 10 minutes explaining all his tactics to my son. Really? Wow. And, my son, it made his night. Do you know what I mean? And I'm thinking it's moments like that when you have to take away whether you like them as a manager or not, but take them as their personality. Yeah. Well, Ian Holloway was like that. Yes. Um, I, I may have told you when my oldest wasn't well, we uh, got box at QPR Forest because, you know, she's with a London hospital. And uh, no, no, QPR Villa. And it, afterwards, Ian Holloway and a couple of players came into the box and he was talking to me. He said, that second half weren't so bad. But what do you think? Was the Villa goal? Emil Heskey was playing for Villa at the time. Oh, right. That's when it was. And he said, um, Duran, it was offside. I said, actually, did look it. He said, oh, OK. I, I couldn't see it from where I was. It was 14th of August, Accrington Stanley away. We won 1-0 with a goal from Wesolowski. Uh, in front of an amazing crowd of 2,000 people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, it, it made it made my son's night, and, and I've admired Martin Allen ever since then. I think we've got to accept that, you know, we see these people in a different light because of what they do for a living. Yes, um, yes. They're, they're not bad people. We're not saying that. We've never said Brendan Rodgers is a bad person. What we've said no. is he's not good enough for our club anymore. As a manager. Um, as a manager, yeah. I mean, as a person, he's done nothing yeah. wrong at all. Oh. Uh, it's, as a manager, he's done everything wrong in the last 
season. This yeah. season. In um, in September, uh, we didn't get a win at all. Um, we got four draws and a loss to Charlton, but we got draws with Plymouth, QPR, Stoke, and Wolves. QPR at the time, I think, was, was it been? I oh, know, was he at Plymouth or QPR? I think it was at QPR, Ian Holloway. Um, and then because, of course, the rumors came out about him wanting to come to Leicester and he was put on gardening leave. I think, oh, anyway. Um, but into October, uh, started off with yet another draw. We then beat Sheffield Wednesday 2 0. McCauley and Sodji got an own goal. Yeah, uh, their place, wasn't it? That, that's what makes it even more weird the last game. Yeah, now that one, yeah, that one was at, at theirs. Uh, 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 an away draw at Scunthorpe. We lost at home to Sheffield United, and then we beat Barnsley. Um, John and Kisnorbo, it says here, scored the goals. Um, okay. So it wasn't too bad a November. Let me just bring this up. Oh, yeah, the problem is we had too many draws from memory. I mean, we well, you can look there. Yeah, I mean, the draws are all in, in yellow. You can see how many draws you know we get in there. Uh, I mean, November, another two draws. In fact, out of the games, we got we had three draws, one win, one loss. Mm. Uh, we beat, managed to beat um, Bristol City. Uh, with Stearman and Fry getting the goals. Who's this John that's scoring these goals? I, I know Col John. John Collins. Oh, Collins John, he played for Fulham as well. Do you yeah, remember him? For, he wasn't on the list, was he? Did we? Did we? I can't remember you saying, but no. he came to us from Fulham, I'm sure. He was a pretty decent player for them. Um, but he never, again, he never really got it going for us. No, no. Um, then we got into the December um, period, which started off with a loss. Uh, that would come back and, and bite us, wouldn't it? Uh, we managed to draw with Burnley. It was an awful December. Lost to West Brom, lost to Ipswich, lost to Hull. Uh, we got a draw with Wolves and we beat Ipswich. Uh, Stearman again getting a goal. But can you see there, Hume is scored. Well, I, can say, there. I can't see that, Chris, sorry. But I, I remember Hume going on a run, although yeah. it's a bit one goalish at a time. I don't, think he, I don't think we scored more than one or two goals in most games. Um, but it, Fryer wasn't playing then, I don't think. Well, in December... Um, two draws, one win, sorry, two wins and three losses. Clement's got a goal, Kiss Norbo, Stearman, and Andy King. But Hume, yeah, Hume got uh, one, two, three, he got four goals in five games, yeah. Four and then, then Steve Howard came in, and I think I don't know what formation they played. He must put Hume back into midfield or on the wing because Barry Hales was playing then with Steve mm. Howard. And you know what? We were so excited, I was. Anyway, Barry Hales coming to play for us because he was a quality player. Uh, oh, don't you think? Okay. Um, yeah. So it was quite exciting. We had some strikers who should... Well, the goals were spread around, it has to be said. Um, Hugh, we started in January. We lost again. We only had one win in January. No, we didn't. So we had two wins in January, one draw, one loss. Uh, Hale's got two goals, Howard got one, and Hume got one. Um, February was a disaster. We got one win against Norwich, but it was 4-0 with Hume, Howard, Campbell and Clements all scoring. Uh, but then we had four losses, including one at Coventry away. 
Oh, I was at that one. That was dreadful. I hate it. I lost the car as well. We couldn't you find lost the, car. the car. We couldn't find it on the way back. It's parked in some poxy side street, and uh, it took us about an hour to find the bloody thing. So I was <laughs> really happy driving home from there. Did you not think of, of sort of making a note of the street that you were parked on? Well, you'd think so, wouldn't you? But, yeah, uh, you would. You would. Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I that have been known. Of course, back in the days, you didn't have mobile phones, but uh, I have been known to take pictures of the roadsides. So. I said to my daughter, don't worry, I was born in Warwickshire. I was born just down the road from here. I know where we are. Don't worry about it. Yeah, right. Famous last words. Famous last like, words. I was all the way home down the motorway. You said you knew where you were. <laughs> Is she still dropping her phone on the floor, by the way? Yeah, bollocks. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. She, you, was, you knew that was going to get left in. Um, Blackpool, Plymouth and Argyle started February off with three losses. Um, actually, had that 4-0 against uh, Norwich and then we lost, as they to the Coventry, that Coventry game. March... It was a bit of a mixed month, really. Win, loss, sorry, yeah, win, loss, draw, lost, win, lost, win. Uh, so it really was a busy Ooh. March and a bit of a mixed March. Um, and then yeah, April, West Brom a bit of a tonkin. I thought everything was going to be fine when we beat West Brom. Um, I'm, I'm sure it was West four, Brom. Four one. Howard got three. Howard got um, three goals and a penalty, so he got his hat trick. And McCauley scored a goal. Yeah, corner, I think. Oh, no, um, I can't remember. I'm just making it up now. <laughs> <laughs> you just tried to sound knowledgeable, aren't you? I have no idea what that means. What year is that? <laughs> no. And then April, and obviously the first one game we had in May, um, we lost to Sheffield United. We beat, or we drew with Colchester. We beat Barnsley. Ooh. Hume again getting three and three here. Uh, we, we lost, like you said before, to Sheffield. Wednesday, and that oh. Stoke game away at Stoke, twenty six thousand uh, oh. six hundred and nine. We needed so needed. I think we needed a win, didn't we? Obviously, because the yeah. draw wasn't good enough. And I don't think we we. I, th I think if we we had about ten strikers on. I don't think well, the, the only thing that happened was McCauley at the bar, I think, or the post. And I don't think anything else happened in the game. Ah, oh. it, it was you know, passionless, really. I thought. No, no. Stoke, to be fair, needed a point to go up. They did, they did, and they so they actually went up. I can't yeah. think who was their manager at the time. Uh, Pulis, maybe. Um, Could have been Pulis. I tell you, also remember that the crowds weren't great. Um, I think some of the biggest crowds were weird games. I remember Cardiff brought a lot of people over, over with them. But Sheffield Wednesday, I think we got thirty thousand there. Um, and you thought, this is it, you know, this is the game. And it was such a letdown that we didn't perform. We just didn't perform. Um, but it, it did turn on a penalty because then you could see the players drop as if to so, say, well, if Hume is missing a penalty like that, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Um, um, C96 just confirmed literally just at the same time as I brought it up, Tony Pullis. Um, yeah who is the only... Um, he was the first manager to reach the FA Cup final with Stoke. And I presume they lost um, on that. But, yeah, it was Tony Pullis. Uh, of course, famous for when he was being West Brom manager, saying that he hoped Leicester City went on and won the league in 15-16. Mm. Um, I mean, when it came to that last game, it literally... 
And I wanted to do this show because it is so much like this season, isn't it? Because yeah. I feel going into that, we could go down to that West Ham game. Um, and if it does, we, we can't, if we lose that or we go down on that one game, it won't be a case of, well, that's what's cost us. No, um, I don't almost hope it goes to that because if it does, that means we're doing all right. Yes. Yeah, um, because I, I, I was watching, winning another game. I was watching Sky uh, at some point, and the guy that, or was it? I don't know. I'm oh, sorry. I was well watching a video of Talk Sport because obviously they have the videos on YouTube, and the guy there was saying that he thought we could get three points against Liverpool. <laughs> well. It wouldn't be surprising, would it? I mean, Leicester do stupid things like that. That would be Leicester, yes. If Vardy gets a hat-trick and, uh, yeah. you know, we get three points. Yeah. I Liverpool mean, are can... unpredictable, aren't they, when you think they about are. it? They are. I mean, you know, they made hard work of beating Nottingham Forest, but, yeah. you know, but it has an inevitability. And I think that season, I remember, and the picture you've got there was the crowds uh, or Leicester fans in the stadium at Stoke after the game. Uh, one Fabian, of them, you know, yeah, no, it looks like him. One of them is uh, ringing the Samaritans, and the other one's just uh, holding his head up because they think he'd uh, drop it if he moved his hands. Uh, but I, it, I remember losing it, and I remember going down, and I, I remember just being numb. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember particularly. I mean, I know Dan sort of when Burnley went down was, was in tears, and I don't think, I mean, obviously, it's. Oh, no, because we had the Premier League back then, didn't we? So, I just don't... Whether it's my age, and I've got to admit, there was a, there was a gentleman on earlier uh, on another show, and he sort of only... not he, had, he only sort of followed us sort of in the last, sort of, you know, 15-odd years, but not because he was a glory hunter, but because he was, he was only that sort of age, <laughs> you like. So, yeah. you have to allow that. And I think it would hurt him more because he doesn't remember the times before. And it's the same, you know, and I know we criticise Man United fans and I criticise Man United fans. And I know Mike Sin is, is a United fan as well as Newport. Um, but there's so many of them that don't remember pre-Fergie. <laughs> well, on, don't remember pre-Premier League, do they? Well, he's, well, in fairness, probably not. And you've it's got to say... Sports. Yeah, you've got to say, they therefore have only ever known success. And when you think of it like that, and it really hit me when that guy said, but I've never known. Because I, I was talking about, well, back in the day, we went down to League One. He went, I, I don't, but I wasn't here, you know, and I'm like... It's like Monty Python, Chris, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, you remember that? When yeah, we when were, I was yeah. a lad, lived in a box on Motorway. <laughs> they won't believe us. No, eating gravel. It's, no, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a problem, though, because you've got us old farts talking about... And I chatted to a couple of guys on Facebook on your site and spoken to them, and um, they get it because they've been there like mm. I have. But yeah. the youngsters say, you know, you, you know, you can't go on like that because we're not that team anymore. And they're right. So it's unfair for us to say, well, you know, just because we suffered the shit, why should they have to? Mm. Um, but I do think we're a bit complacent because we're saying, well, we've had seven good years or whatever. We should be grateful. Um, we've we've not. It's like, um, was it Joseph, Dreamcoat? Seven years of bumper crops are on the way. I'm not going to sing, by the way. Um, Any dream will do. Well, so you know, you've had your seven good years and you've not, 
you've not prepared for your seven bad years. And that's what yeah. Leicester have done. We've not, you know, we knew these, we should have known these things were going to happen. Yeah. We should have known Vardy's going to get too old. We should have known people are out of contracts. That is inexcusable, allowing so many players to get out of contract mm. um, around the same time, even yeah. though like, they're going to leave anyway. But at least let's get some money for them. Yeah. And I know yeah, your no, argument's no. always been with Telemans that um, I thought if we stayed up, you might surprise us and sign a new contract. But clearly not now we're going down. No. Um, no. And, I, and I know, say, well, we're not down yet, but come on. Yeah, um, I, think, I, th- <laughs> I think we are down. Um, I live in hope, as you know, but it's the hope that kills us, isn't it? But, uh, but you've got to say, don't forget, we are not just Leicester City. <laughs> Elite. <laughs> just ask Gurinder. Just ask Gurinder. Okay. Um, you got to go and watch that, please. Oh, I will. Don't you worry. <laughs> and if anybody wonders what the hell I am talking about, just I go do. and check this out on uh, the YouTube channel. Um, Life of Gurinder. Uh, it, it's, you can either watch the full show and you can hear... Um, uh, Simon Jordan on Madison and Simon Jordan on, and I thank so so thank Talksport for actually sending me the clips so that I could download them without having the YouTube uh, links on. And uh, but Gorinda's there's a short one under uh, under the fun section. It is it's a laugh. It is just a laugh. It really is. Me, me and Brad couldn't control ourselves. I tell you, but yeah, it's just. I don't know how I feel if we go down. No, I don't because we 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 have had it good and we've we've done well. It's been brilliant being a Leicester. It's always brilliant being a Leicester fan, but you know it's been even better since um, the the title and uh, even the year after the title. I never thought we'd go down. Um, although you know everyone was saying, well, it could be the first team since Man City to get relegated after winning the league. But then it was different. We had. You know, we'd sold um, one player. I don't think Drinkwater had gone with then, had he? But, um, you know, we sold Kante to Chelsea. That was it. Mm. Uh, we're still a quality squad. This time, I actually can't see us... I mean, it's ironic. We've gone from a team who, who could score goals but let them in to actually showing up the back four. And now we've gone the other way again. Mm. I mean, it just—it's it, it, I mean, something seriously tactically wrong I, with that. I have done shows. Staff. I have done shows where, and, I, and I'm sorry, the the blame. Rogers has to take obviously the majority yeah. of the blame, and I think he has literally drained the life out of some of these players. Uh, but Top has to take his share as well, and you know we accept that. You know we probably wouldn't be in this position maybe if it hadn't been for COVID. Uh, but look. You know, uh, yeah, it is. It is what it is. Um, yeah, maybe with the World Cup, if we hadn't had that break, maybe Top would have come to his senses earlier. But John Rudkin, um, wow. Susan Whelan, they—they're the ones that have really let it happen. But then Top should have been literally no joke intended on top of them. But no, as Mike I think said here, sorry, it's a Karen. fact to follow, wasn't it, Chris? To be fair, I mean, his dad, I think, would have said to Brendan, "Thanks for what you've done. It's been brilliant." But you know, yeah. I've got to think of the club. Um, and Brendan Rogers would have probably gone at Christmas. He Rogers would have gone, I think, but he got them lucky result. Well, lucky, 
he got the Forest result plus yeah. one or two others, and that helped him Wolves away. Yeah, um, just and then before got, the break for the World yeah, Cup. So. Yeah, so that yeah. saved him. I, was, I think yeah. we were all thinking at the time he's got yeah. to go. Yeah, uh, I mean, Mike it, makes a very good point here. Um, when Newport nearly got yeah. relegated in 1617, I was in tears, and people are like, "There were when we nearly died completely as a club." We've been there twice. Funnily enough, last time we were talking about building, well, last time we actually had built the new stadium and we got relegated. This time we've only been talking about it. We're going to get relegated. But we have been out of business, saved by the skin of our teeth and, and uh, an ex-striker um, or two. Um, and then the next time saved by the aforementioned Milan Mandrich, because I don't think if we'd gone that time, I don't think if Milan had come in, and we've got to thank yeah. Alan Birchnell for that, because he'd sold yeah. Portsmouth and he actually wanted a, he wanted a break. Yeah. You know, he, he, he didn't want to uh, buy a club straight away, but Alan Birchnell knew him from America days and... That was yeah. yeah, do you remember that time as well? Neil Warnock. That's when that's why nobody wanted him as manager. He was yes. he was yeah. blasting for us to get points deductions. Yes. And we won the league. And he was saying you know, it should be a fifteen point deduction for going insolvent mm. or for going into liquidation. And he's probably not wrong. The following <laughs> season yeah, <laughs> they brought it in, and quite yeah. right, quite right. Yeah. You know, uh, he was yeah. only speaking. That, had it been any other club, we'd have been sat there. Yeah, he's he's speaking sense, but you know, we've got. You know, I look at Berry, uh, where I, and I worked in Berry for a couple of years when I was up in the northwest, yeah. and I can remember what that club meant to people there, and yeah. slowly, I think they're back in Gig Lane now. Uh, I think I read some good news about that, but. You know, you look at you look at these clubs and you think, you know, they are the lifeblood. And it's not like we've got two or three professional clubs. And you can't no. – I always joke, you know, um, three things you love in your life, your partner, your kids, and your football club. Your partner – Sorry, your in that order. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But your partner, you can go and get a new one, let's be honest with you. Your kids will move up and leave leave home and possibly even leave the country. But you can't stop loving the club. That, no. You know, that, 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 you, can, you can you can fall out with it for a while. I mean, I, I think I had my years in the eighties where I wasn't as dedicated as I should have been. No, um, and but you know, generally speaking, yeah, of course, that you're with it for life, aren't you? Yes, um, yes, yes, you are. And but, I think but... even the youngsters coming through now are. I think we've got mm. to understand life is different. They have different ways of showing it. I noted uh, against Fulham again, it was the same guys that I've seen when we've gone to away games, uh, giving it all. Um, but that's the only way they can express themselves. They've yes. spent fortunes travelling around the country all season. Yes. Um, the only way they can, I mean, you know, looking back to Brighton away, that was horrendous. You know, I mean, it was just horrendous. Uh, think, bad management again. And I look at... And I've said this so many times, really. If I'd got a pound for every time I said this, I would have, <laughs> I would have been uh, been retired earlier than I am. Um, but when you look at that great escape season, one thing that I, as I say, it was a three and a half hour journey there, three and a half journey back, hour journey back. You got the cost of the season ticket, and you got the petrol and food and what have you. It was not cheap. No. Um, you know, the number of times that me and my son drove back in silence, just listening to whatever the late kickoff game was. And 
one thing we never ever did we we criticized the manager because of that that goes with the territory doesn't it but one thing we never ever did was criticize the players because not once did they ever not turn up they fought that season we were only losing yeah. two, one or one nil or three you know with none of these no, that, twos. yeah you could see that turning round couldn't you although i mean i remember it vividly um I remember the games it started to turn West Brom, wasn't it? Away, yeah, was it the, like the Vardy goal and things? And and uh, it started it, didn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, Ham, I think, yeah, but I mean, you could see it happening. But I've I've had two occasions, two separates, where I thought, right, this is it now, we're back, and then it all goes wrong again. Well, why? That's what the the question has to be, well, how can you beat Forest 4-1? How can you win at Wolves 4-0? How can you beat Spurs 4-1? And then go so bad after that. There must be a, a, an attitude with the players. I think the players are to blame this time. I think there's too many... You know, we've had players come in and be brilliant for us. Yeah, this is it. Solved our defensive issues. Um, now they look as if they've, they've been internationals for 10 years and they're trying to stroke it around and you know, play smart football. When Faye's come in, he'd tackle, he'd get the ball away. Now, he's trying to play with it. But so, again, you know, is that not yeah. down to, you know, the manager that brought him in? Well, I think it's down to the manager that's managing him. I mean, surely John Terry said, look, don't fuck about it. Get rid of it, mate. You know, we don't want us messing about in our own box. We're struggling yeah. as it is. And what is it? Two or three mistakes on Monday? Bad mistakes. And Sumare, somebody said to me, oh, he's turned the corner now. And he's terrible. 30 million we paid. Do you think, though, do you think, in fairness, that when Dean Smith came in, and we know it was very late for him to, to come yeah, in, yeah. etc., um, not, not as late as, obviously, Big Sam at, uh, at Leeds, mm. but um, do you okay. think that we've, we've almost got, like, false hope because we beat Wolves, we drew with Leeds and yeah. we um, yeah. drew with Everton. We dropped four we, points. Yeah, but we've got we've got seven points from a possible nine. Is that right? Three, no, no we've we got, got five points. Five, five, five and nine. nine. Should have been nine. Would we have got those five points under Rogers? <laughs> um, who knows, mate? I I don't think so, but who knows? Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I went from when we we did this first prediction show. Was it who's going to stay up and go down? I know yeah, we got yeah. I know we got Leicester in um, uh, into Europe, but that was just silly. Uh, but we could see games where we could win, and as that as it went on, I was starting to look at it again and and thinking I can't see any games we can win here, especially no. when Everton brought Dyche in. I mean, that changed their mentality. Not. 100%, but it changed it. Um, if Allardyce does that for Leeds, they're on staying up. West Ham are clear anyway. Um, so it leaves, I don't know, Southampton and us. <laughs> and yeah. Anybody else that wants it. I, I mean, having said that, it's taken Allardyce a while to turn it round. Um, wow. And the, pop, the problem that was annoying... Yeah, the thing is, yeah. that was annoying me is the fact that, and I've forgotten what I was going to say because I'm trying to do two things at once. Um, 
Oh, no, it's completely gone. It's completely gone. Moving on, we actually um, did that last night on on myself, and we we did a sort of a, a review show of the not of the match because we we'd spoken enough about the match. Yeah. But we actually sort of talked generally, and the the, the Mercury had got another one of the uh, or the Leicestershire Live, the online version had another one of those who's going up, who's going down predictions. So, Brad, and I did have to rein him in because otherwise he would have ended us up in Europe again. <laughs> <laughs> but that was how it ended up um, with him. Ooh. He actually had us in 17th, staying up by a point. And I had to sort of override some of his decisions when he was saying, oh, they're, they're, you know, because he was a team, you know, he was, he was doing a Steve Linex, mm. you know. Um, but, I mean... I'll sure. take that. Don't get that's me wrong. I will take that. Yeah. I think that's very optimistic. It is. It is. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not saying by by any stretch of the imagination that it will it will end up like that. I, I have to say, I've got us as, as going down. But I again, let let me ask you this, and then we'll sort of kind of round it round it up, round it up. We'll, we'll round it up. Um, yeah. Do we need to go down? And I say this about other teams like Everton. Everton need to go down because I know when we went down to League One, we got rid of the Deadwood. We got, you know, Pearson came in. He looked and he says, right, I'm going to loan players because I don't intend being in this division that long. And he loaned us a set of players that he bought a couple of, obviously, but he loaned a lot of players that he thought could get us out of that division. Mm. And then he kept some of them when we got promoted but he got rid of others that did what they did, which was to get us out of the division. But it was almost like taking a step back to take two or three forward. And I've said that about Everton this season, but do you think that could apply to Leicester this season? Well, I get your point, but I just fear how long it will take us to get back again. I mean, you know, once we've been relegated, how long we've been stuck in the Championship over the years. And I, I, I think there's two issues. One, if we stay up, Okay, we'll get rid of the Deadwood that doesn't want to play for us anymore. Um, but we'll probably attract players. We've got younger players coming through. Now, you could argue they'd be better off in the Championship. I'm not so sure. It, that's a tough league, that is. Mm. I, I think it, it's better for them to start coming through into the Premier League. Um, we need possibly a new manager if we go down. Who's going to bring us back up? If we stay up... Would we give Smith the job permanently in his team? Um, if we stay up, you'd probably say, well, they deserve a go at it. Uh, so, <laughs> I, going, going down is never a good thing. Not Certainly yeah, not for yeah, club. C96 said exactly the same there. He said, like, you know, going down is never good. Uh, yeah. we, you know, if we go down, we are not going to do a Burnley. No. You know, we, we, you know, we're not going to have that sort of return. We're not going to do what we did when we went down to League One, which was basically wipe the. You know, we came back up, like you say, with with hundred odd points, and uh, and yeah. it, I think we only lost about five games all season. And uh, will we build the new stadium? We will stick ten thousand seats on it if we go down. Because oh no, we won't. Project. You know, no. we, we, that that that's money can at least, that money can at least go to. Um, to, to buy some players, possibly. That, well, that, that's such a vital part of the of the fair thing um, that it's vital we build it and I, I, and the complex. Um, 
you know, I mean, Everton, they're going head with their stadium, whatever, I think, aren't they? Mm. So, but so, and I think that that comes out of you know the king power, not out of the football club so much. No, but no, I is, think if we if we stop that, that would worry me because not only are we getting relegated, we're stopping the development of the club, and we'll end up back in the same position should we ever get promoted again. Yeah. Should we ever? And that's a big time, mate. Um, we've been in that championship a long time over the last twenty five years. Yes. I'm just looking now. Um, that since season. Martin O'Neill, since Martin O'Neill left us in 2001 or 2000, something like that, um, that's 23 years, and um, we've probably been in the Premier League about five or six of those years, or maybe seven. So it's a long time down there. Yeah, we actually, uh, when we went down, we came back up as champions. 96 yeah. points we had. Yeah. Um, uh, we had a plus 45 goal difference. Uh, we scored 84 goals. We lost four games all season, let's say. So that isn't going to happen. Uh, we haven't well, we got Jamie Vardy anymore. <laughs> well, we've got another season left, so um, who knows? Maybe, yeah, maybe. and uh, as everybody's saying there, 96 and Mike are both saying, yeah, the championship is tough. Mm. Um, you know, look, you know, Norwich. You know, they went down, they haven't come back up. Watford aren't coming back up. And the, the, for a few seasons, maybe the quality is better down there now um, than it was. And also, you've got teams like Sheffield Wednesday going into it. Mm. I think Plymouth are going to be a, a knockover for any team, especially no. at their place. No. So. I think it's going to be, 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 be a tough one. But yeah. I think if we stay up, and this is the, sort of the kind of the point I wanted to make, is... If yeah. we stay up, are we going to just be patron over the cracks? Like that that season, 2007-8, had we stayed up, and I'm not saying that having uh, keeping Holloway would have been a bad thing because look at what he did at Blackpool. But you know, when you look at the state that that club was in, look, I mean, let, let's just let's just bring it back up again. Look, look at the state we're in, um, and I will add it to the stream. There we go. Uh, let me do it so that you can see it all. That yeah. one. Um, you, you look. Oops. Yeah, you look at that now. That, that is that is Watford. Well, look at how many managers we've had. All right, you know there was actually only uh, four sets of managers, but one of those five wasn't it? it was Allen. Then the next two. That was two. Then Megson. Then the next two. Then Holloway. So that was five sets of managers in one season. Oh, it was Mandarich. Mandarich was like sacked mad. Yeah, he was. He was. You know, there wasn't one season there after we got relegated, or even a season we got relegated, where we only had the one manager in a season. Now, okay, you know, you can say that he, he picked wrong managers. Uh, I think Alan was would have been the right manager, but he, what you know, he, he fell out. And quite rightly, he wanted. He didn't. Mandarich was very much like a Bowie, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it was. If you let Alan get on with it, we'd have been all right. Yeah, we were playing but, decent football. But you know, he he, that didn't happen. And I just I just think, had we stayed up that season, we would well still have possibly gone down the following season. What and do you I, think would have? What do you think would have happened though if we'd have gone down pre-title season? That's I mean, that's I know mm. we had a better we had a better team then, but can you imagine? We'd have missed out on that. Just you know, I mean, I mean it looked we were at the bottom at Christmas, weren't we? 
Yes, yeah, we went bottom at Christmas to top at the following Christmas. Yeah. Um, and of course, the thing we've got to we've got to we've got to look and say, look, uh, I'm not going to do a Gurinder here and say that you know we're elite and that you know we 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 we've created history. Yes, we have created history, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But that was then, and this is football. You know, you've got you take. I mean, let me just. I'm going to bring the Premier League table up here um, just quickly, um, uh, uh, Dave. Let me just. Um, just bring the table up. Because once you get past the um, clubs like, okay, so Manchester City, they have been down where we were in League One. Okay, they won't now because of the money. Uh, Arsenal, they, they've kind of always been. Around. Newcastle have been down there as well, but they won't now because of the money. But you, when you get past Tottenham, right? That's the top six at the moment. So the top six at the moment are Manchester City, Arsenal, Newcastle. Man United, Liverpool, Tottenham Hotspur. Let's put Chelsea into that bracket as well, despite the fact that you know they're down in the eleventh, because any one of those teams will buy themselves out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, so Brighton, Villa, Fulham, Palace, Wolves, Bournemouth, West Ham, Nottingham Forest, Everton, Leicester, Leeds, Southampton. All of those clubs have been out of the Premier League in recent history. Except for Everton. Well, except for Everton. Sorry, I think is it Everton and Arsenal, the only two sides never to have been relegated. Yes, but sorry, take Everton out. But all those other clubs at some point in recent history have been down. Yeah, you know, in there. So we have to accept that we have had the most amazing, amazing last. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. I just um, think this was avoidable. That's the annoying thing. Well, it it's, always is avoidable from the first but, match. Yeah, but I think you know the, the, we could sit here and we could all pour baked beans in our eyes, couldn't we? Yeah, and of course, we, if they did that, we'd all have hindsight. As long as, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you nearly you nearly missed that then. <laughs> Is that, is, that, is that the time? You've missed me. You've missed me, be honest. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you know, so let's let's say we've enjoyed it. And I know what Gurinder was trying to say, but we're not Manchester City. We're not Newcastle. We're not, no. you know, we tried to stay up and we tried to be part of that. Just as Leeds did all those years ago, at least... We're not going bust. We, we know we know players will leave, but that's because they want to. We yeah. don't have to have a fire sale like Leeds did. So we're going to have a club next season again. Unlike Derby, we're not on a points deduction. We're not. We've not gone bust. Um, we're not like Coventry and having to borrow somebody else's ground. We're still here, um, and you know, we will be back, as they say. It might take a while, but I think we will be back. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Dave, it's been a pleasure having you back, sir. Yeah, cheers, pal. Good to see and you. I've got to, uh, I've got to leave you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you know what's coming. I've got to. I can't I want to believe leave you that. With that. I oh, cannot only, believe that. If only Leicestershire, whatever she scored, was in. <laughs> I can't believe that. Iggy Piggy, Iggle, whatever he's called, Iggle Piggle. Iggle I, Piggle. 
I could not. I was. I was literally. I was crying when I saw that come up. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen him since the Fulham result. God knows where he's gone. <laughs> he's hanging it. from a tree outside. You put, put him on a bonfire. he'll be back. He, he will be back. But, yeah. but a bit like Arnie and us. Cheers, That's really. Take that. care. Yeah, see you guys. Just tell everybody where they can find you because you do have your own show now. You're back. You'll be doing the Prog Rock show again. Yeah, yeah. First Saturday in the month, surrealsradio.co.uk. I actually do a, a one hour show on a Friday, but it's more for local stuff in Surrey and Sussex. So it's called Something for the Weekend, sir. Um, <laughs> and yes. Two o'clock on a Friday afternoon. Uh, <laughs> not even after the watershed and if we stay up i'll be playing when you're smiling for the whole hour <laughs> oh come play something cheerful that is yeah. such an urge isn't it it but, is yeah it makes me cry though yeah <laughs> all right mate thanks very much and i'll uh, speak to you yeah. soon take care take care pal see yeah. ya bye-bye bye-bye uh, so thanks very much today there nice to have him back from australia uh with or without eagle piggle i still can't believe that Please do get over to the uh, LTID website and uh, and check out uh, these previous shows because, to be honest with you, they are really, really funny. Uh, we are so unprofessional, Brad and me. Uh, Life of Gurinder, do check that one out. And also um, check out Not Fit to Wear the Shirt, uh, the highest rating or the highest watched of all of my rant shows. Uh Coming up tomorrow, we've got uh, the preview at uh, 8 o'clock um, or 8 o'clock or 9. I'm not 100% sure yet. Preview of the Liverpool show uh, game. I really don't want to do it because I just absolutely think we're going to get tanked. But uh, I think the 9-0 could be in danger. Uh, and then back on Friday with the prediction show. It'd be nice to be back for that. And uh, just to let you know, next season, it's all going to be changed. We're going to be bringing a separate show out soon that will go through all the changes. We've introduced one or two already. Uh, I won't be able to use this background next season because I won't be able to use the Premier League trophy as a background. <laughs> won't be allowed to, won't want to. Uh, but uh, one of the changes is the Xbox Prediction League. Uh, we're still going to have, hopefully, uh, Steve Linux, Jerry Taggart, Ian Marshall, Ian Wilson and Steve Walsh in. Uh, but we'll be adding to that Paul Reed, uh, Richard Smith, um, Julian Watts, uh, ex-players, but also Pontus Camark and Julian Jochim as well. And it will be a pleasure to have them on board. I'm going to go now, uh, but I want to thank, uh, thank Dave for coming in. And it's nice, I say, to have him back. Two old, two old men chewing the cud and sharing the memories. Um, we were we were there when we played Yeovil on a wet Tuesday. Yes, we were. Thank you to everybody that was in the chat. Many too much, too many, but thank you for joining in and uh, adding your thoughts and contributions. To all the podcast listeners, thank you for listening. Uh, you can have your ears back now and um, just clean them out next time, will you? <laughs> and, uh, don't forget, please subscribe to the channel if you're new. Smash the likes of the video because it really, really does help. Click that notification bell and you will never miss another show again. And why not join? $1.99 a month. Become a member. When we get the member numbers up, we will be doing shows just for members. So we do need to get the numbers up. It's only $1.99 a month. Keeps the channel going. Um, and I will see you tomorrow night for the Liverpool game, uh, Liverpool preview. 
This has been LTID TV. I've been Chris. Here's Arnie. Good night. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too or I'll be back. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. conclude this evening's entertainment it's the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect ultimate delivery now on the mcdonald's app you in at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.